The Esoteric Education of La Chiva. This is a podcast of the Religious Faith of Fish Story Gallery, which I found, Ed. La Chiva is the demon in me, and I am La Chiva. And I always say that because when I was a young queer child, I was told that the queerness in me was a demon that I was possessed with. And now I accept that that is my identity. I identify with it. And now moving on. I want to introduce myself a little more thoroughly. I am a neo-pseudo-shaman, anarchist, queer, expressionist, spiritual artisan, witch, and diviner. And I'm thinking of adding druid to that because I've been reading about druids. And, you know, you find all these people in history like shamans, etc., witches, and you're like, oh, that's what I'm doing because I am unmoored in terms of a culture. That's how I feel. I feel that I was not raised with anything. There's some ancestry I can attest to, but I don't know, you know, and then you're like, oh, I'm a shaman, oh, I'm a witch, I'm the, and you, how do you grab, grab on to something and say that's me without being an appropriationist, which I don't want to be, but you know, for example, I often, I must, I have to say it, I must, paint a dot on my forehead, and that's because I feel that place vibrating. It's not because I'm trying to appropriate Hindu culture, although even the practicing and studying of yoga, which is one of the roots of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery, is itself perhaps appropriationist. I don't know. Medusa thinks so. That's Medusa. The sausage dog of Fish Story Gallery. I am in Fish Story Gallery right now. I mean, that shouldn't surprise you, but it is sort of a state of mind, but it is an actual place as well. It's a sort of bunker. It's a place where we're hiding out to weather the storm that is perhaps the end of the world. Let me take a sip of my tea. Okay, now... I am a neo-pseudo-shaman, anarchist, queer, expressionist, spiritual artisan, witch, and diviner, and possibly druid. And so, I would like you to join me at fishstorygallery.com, where you can see the ecstatic exhibitions of people that I curate there, but now there's just mine, La Chiva, the ecstatic exhibition of La Chiva. Go check it out. And it's like all these artworks that I later realized were works of spiritual artisanry. And I want to introduce you to the roots of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. We always talk about them every time. Knowledge, reading, texts that are considered... I mean, of course, it's an anarchical religion, a queer anarchist religion, so do what you like. I mean, there's no prescription. But we're just saying, you gather knowledge from the outside. And divination. 
you gather knowledge from the inside outside i can put it that way divination magic spells you act out ecstatic behaviors in order to reach for the stars <laughs> to reach into spirit and gather and gather it up and erupt it into matter magic spells herbals and food you make things that other people ingest and you give it to them for your and their benefit you eat it together herbals and food yoga and meditation the body mind circuit highlighted and um explored explored as a way to explore our soul which is of course the goal of fish or gallery not the goal the method ex soul exploration and then poetics and plastics i call it poetics and plastics poetics making things matter making matter out of spirit it's what the magician does so those are the roots of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery as we rehearse them in each podcast. Because doing things over and over again is a religious type of thing to do, isn't it? Where's my magic wand? Has some little dog taken it? Oh, oh, here it is. <laughs> I thought one of the dogs was chewing on it, which would be to their detriment, I assure you. No, they're my special sweets. Okay. Now, the next thing. If you go on the website, you can also get with me a reading. You can have an audience <laughs> with La Chiva. And I call it spiritual social services. We can talk about anything. We can do anything, really, like um, in terms of exploring your soul. We can write a poem. We can think of a recipe or think of food that you might have or some herbs you might ingest although i will don't profess to be an expert but we can read we can think of things you might read you know we can do all of the six roots and i think divination is really we'll do a reading for sure we'll do a tarot reading we'll do an I Ching reading we'll explore your soul mm, we'll scrub it out um and then i always do want to talk about oh and go to patreon where you can just if you want to if you want to give and not without expectation you will get some treats in patreon but without expectation is what patreon is it's a pure tithe if you will it's not at all a capitalist i don't even like talking about it, it makes me feel like a capitalist anyway patreon fish story gallery roots no, we talked about the roots of the religious faith. You see, I'm, I'm referring to a note. Um, we always need to say something on this podcast. The Esoteric Education of La Chiva. Because my esoteric education is exemplified in the pairing in the tarot of two cards in the tarot. The Devil and the six of cups and the devil in the six of cups for me is the exemplar pairing when we think about 
putting ourselves into the visual mode of giving and saying and then saying I'm addicted to it I want to be with people I want to talk to them about their intimate lives and I'm addicted to it and then it's also about I am a good person who wants a reciprocal relationship emotionally with my fellows both the earth the animal and plant life of the earth and also my fellow humans I want a reciprocal relationship I'm a good person but addiction comes in and makes me a selfish person and it brings out a sort of like imbalance because that's the thing the six of cups is a card of equilibrium as the sixes would be as even cards are cards of equilibrium and we want equilibrium at the same time as we know that it's that the idea of absolute equilibrium that some mountain on the hill where we're all living perfectly is not what life in this space-time dimension is about darlings and so um it's like we're always tilting off even as we must kind of try to make it equal and so the six of cups is like about that trying and the devil is about every powerful mischievous sexy seductive and also kind of wonderful because the devil does a it bring I think of the devil as bringing us down to earth in a lightning bolt of orgasmic electronica and so like that's you need that kind of energy and it is necessary but it can sure foul up the it can complicate let's say the waters of your reciprocal giving capacity let's put it that way I mean that's succinct isn't it Okay, we talked about the Devil and the Six of Cups, and now we do a divination for you. Okay, I am going to do this divination for you based on one of my yellow cards. <laughs> I have these yellow cards in which I wrote down different issues and topics that um, pertain to my life and that I would read the cards on your behalf because I was seeing lots of videos and things of people doing divinations <clears throat> pardon me um and they were like here are your cards and they were doing a divination and I was like but there's no seed to go on at all for these listeners at home so how is it your cards what do you mean my cards those are just a bunch of cards and you're saying a bunch of things. I've not given you anything to go on about my story, have I? <laughs> and so, I say this. I have these yellow cards and they have a bunch of issues. If they don't, well, they do pertain to you. Because they pertain to me. They pertain to human beings in the world. So anyway, I'm going to choose one. And it says yoga and meditation isn't that wonderful so it's about you 
and yoga and meditation. That's what this reading is about. And I'm using the cards, the tarot deck. That's the deck I use, but I use different types of tarot decks. Today I'm using the Shrine of the Black Medusa deck again. And then I'm using this kind of like tarot playing card deck that you can get in any shop like in France. Where they have tarot tournaments even of the game like Taroki. It's called in Italian. Sorry, I'm just listening. What are you dogs making the whinging noises? So, I'm first going to roll the dice to ask how many cards should I draw from the playing card Taroki type deck for you to talk about yoga and meditation. Two. I'm gonna do it. Ooh. Okay, okay. All right, so we have, I have drawn the five triumph card, which is the Hierophant, the Pope. In this deck, it, and I have drawn it with, in this deck, you get on one side, and I've also drawn, I don't want to hold you in suspense, I've drawn the Hierophant, I guess, the Pope, five triumph card, although it's different in this deck, and the King of Pentacles, the king, it's the King of Diamonds in this deck. So, I want to first tell you about the five triumph. <clears throat> I'm calling it the five triumph because in this it's not a Hierophant or a Pope necessarily, although on this card, so on this, in this deck, which is this, I call it the working person's, the bourgeois, working person's bourgeoisie playing card deck. On one side, there's always a working class or sort of like, I don't know, parochial kind of, I don't know, parochial, working class pastoral, that's what I meant, pastoral kind of scene. And on the other side, a kind of bourgeois, kind of upper class kind of scene. And this one, we landed on the bourgeois upper class, and it is a kind of white-bearded, almost Sigmund Freud-esque figure beckoning the children to come to him for wisdom, it looks like. You know, that's what, the way I'm interpreting it. On the other side, it's the nursery with the nanny sitting there in that... Um, Pope position or, you know, learned teacher kind of institutor, institutor position with the children at her feet. And that's interesting. So on the one, so, but the side we have is the little bit more, um, strictly rigider one is the way I'm interpreting it, um, in this one, or the more, not stricter, colder, the colder one, the less cuddly, the less involved in hand care. You know, not wiping your bottom, this white-bearded Sigmund Freud character. Anyway, and then also we have the King of Diamonds. So when we are thinking of yoga and meditation and you, it's clear here that what we're seeing is that that practice should be like the institutor, you know, the one that sort of like provides the structure around which 
your body functions because the diamonds are obviously thinking making us think of the bodily the material that which we can touch and feel and so and then the this pope figure this kind of like colder pope figure it's sort of like this is what you must do and it's not it's like to eat you know it is about yes so it is sort of saying you know it is as important this body-mind connection, this seeing exercise as meditation, seeing the exercise you do of the body, because the only exercise I do is walking to and fro, walking the dogs, etc. And I'm not putting myself forward as an exemplar of even my own practices that I've channeled, the roots of the religious faith of Ishtar Gallery. I'm not even an exemplar of that. Um, but I'm saying... All I do is yoga. I mean, yoga is really good for me because it connects the body and the mind, but meditation with the yoga is crucial. And what is saying here is that it's something you institute for yourself in a dictatorial way without... It's like, no questions asked. You know, that's the way the king and the pope operate. And the king of diamonds, pentacles, is drawing us into the world of the material and the bodily. So it's saying you must institute this type of practice for yourself in a very rigid and strict way. That's the guidance there. Now, how many karns do we take from the shrine of the Black Medusa deck? Oh, Gemini. Six cards. I'm going to draw right now. Hold on. I'm going to let you hear me shuffle this, though. Shuffling the shrine of the Black Medusa deck. it's six cards I'm just gonna whip them out it's the ace of swords the queen of cups the lovers the seven of discs mm, good one and the moon one two three four five and finally the magician wow so six cards here to talk to you. A six-card reading. A six-card sentence. A six-card journey, shall we call it. To speak to you from spirit about yoga and meditation and its meaning to me, but also in your own lives. The Ace of Swords, it was this moment of revelation for me. It is this kind of thing where you're like, oh my god, I do yoga, I do something with my body and it does something to my mind and that's very purposeful and you're like, wow, that's a revelation, that's a new, you know, idea. The Queen of Cups, when I discovered that yoga, that it also, I was crying when I was in the shoulder stand at one point. Oh yes. 
And I realized there was a well of emotional energy that was coming up. No, I don't want to say emotional energy. There was a, a watery well inside of me. And when I swished my body around in certain ways that were conscious and not exercised, I think that's the way to do yoga. You're like, I feel even the movement of the air in the room across the tiny hairs of my skin, on my skin. You know, just really conscious of every movement, every stretch, every sinew. Then your emotions start to come in. They start to just permeate your tissues. And then, the next card, the lovers. Then the powerful revelation you have. You have my body opens me to a greater experience of the world. And I feel sad. I used to not even be able to do yoga for very much stretches without having to masturbate or have sexual intercourse with someone. I won't, it made me so horny. And so the, it just really connects you. The, the lover's card is the card of connection and the fact that we choose to connect to others in this world. It is the, the huge representative of that. I want to connect with my body to you and I want you to be a supplementary to me. I recognize that I'm not whole on my own in some ways. And so in to have this there, it's that, wow, I recognize to spirit, I'm connecting through my body. And then the seven of discs, wow. You know, it is, I'm growing something, but I'm also like not growing something as much as I'm creating the conditions of possibility for some part of myself to germinate further. Yes. And then the moon card. Recognizing through yoga and meditation that things that happen to your body and your mind are an illusion. By, or being able to see that it is not always the direct energy that you're using, but the reflection of that power. And then, following up with the magician, becoming the kind of being through the practices of yoga and meditation, because that's the card I drew for you, <laughs> that, that can manipulate this energy for yourself. Isn't that lovely? Now, I don't want to say this isn't self-help. It's self-care. I don't know. I think that's what I'm calling it. You know, I'm just doing it as it comes to me. I hope you appreciate it. I don't know. I felt so conflicted about doing these things publicly for so long. But I have to speak out. What I do is for an audience. <clears throat> okay. I feel better.
Hold on. Okay. I'm going to read you a poem. That one is too serious. This one is too... Maybe this one is the right one. What were we just talking about? Yoga and meditation. Okay. That doesn't matter. But here's the poem. It's totally separate to everything we've talked about so far, I think. But if you make a connection, that's what divination is all about. Planning phase. I see you sitting there on the wall next to the institution, staring hard down at the ground. Are you daydreaming or planning the revolution? Sometimes I see you singing, praying out loud for restitution. Oh, that face on you now is worse than a frown. Sitting on that wall next to the institution. It all started or ended with my 44th or 45th New Year's resolution. Come on, man, wake up. Are you daydreaming? Are you planning the revolution? You don't seem to find joy today in the late midsummer sun. But I bet you once picked flowers and made them into a fragile crown. Now you're sitting on the wall next to the institution. Sometimes muttering, sometimes crying, sometimes howling long and loud. But your cries and all your shouts and howls are drowned by folks laughing. She's daydreaming. She's planning the revolution. Now dance, 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 dance. All over town. You're my dog. Or my clown. Mine to pity or put down. So just sit there and wait on the wall next to the institution and just daydream. Or maybe you can plan the revolution. I needed to do a little bit of oral intervention there after the poem, you know, to shake up ecstatic spirit around the area in which the poem was presented, naturally. So that was a poem by Io, me, Lachiva, I, Lachiva, and it was a poem about really, you know, well, I'm not going to explain it. I'll print the poem in the notes that accompany the program. I would invite you, this has been the program today, and <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to sign off now. 
and I would invite you to see what we might say on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at Fish Story Gallery. I'm sure you can find us. Patreon at Fish Story Gallery, where there are treats along with the support that you provide on an unconditional love basis. And please go to fishstorygallery.com, read the fish stories, look at the ecstatic exhibitions, and book, if you are moved to do so, a session of spiritual social services with I, Lachiva, who am always here to serve you on a by donation, suggested donation basis. And we look forward to hearing from you and interacting with you. And see, and you, you can tune in next time to The Esoteric Education of La Chiva, a production of The Religious Faith of Fish Story Gallery. I love you. La Chiva is the demon in me. And I am Lachiba. Chiba.